Hello everyone and welcome to the 99 Yards Podcast. I'm your host Duncan Terry and this week I am with Brian Dickey. How are you? We've uh, given others the week off, what do you reckon? I'm alright, yeah, the uh, the terrible twosome are here, see, see what we can do. I'm um, yeah, looking forward to it, good to chat football. We're in the pre-season now, so hype season as I like to call it. Um, so yeah, looking to uh, looking forward to chatting about the AFC South today. Absolutely, and of course it's the AFC friendly tonight. Uh, this will come out afterwards, of course. But uh, let's let's put ourselves on the line. Who's going to win? Uh, I'm going to say the, the Cowboys, obviously, because I'm a Cowboys fan. But I have, <laughs> I have no idea because it's preseason and it's the um, the Hall of Fame game, and a lot of players aren't playing, so we'll uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say Cowboys because I'm, I'm biased, but I uh, I sort of don't care. As long as no one gets hurt, I think that's everybody's main concern. Absolutely. I'm excited to see a few rookies tonight. So uh, uh, let's let's go see this just to be uh, just to go on the other side. One of us yeah, will get yeah. it right. <laughs> so today we are going to talk AFC South All-Stars. Uh, completing our, you know, carrying on with our series of uh, pre-season previews by naming our teams of the division. So AFC South, let's crack on as we always do with the quarterback. Brian, who you got? I've got Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think he's been uh, he's been pretty good since he uh, moved over. The, there's other options, obviously. Um, I thought about Trevor Lawrence. You know, first overall pick. He, he's got everything. He's got absolutely everything he needs to be a fantastic player for many years to come. But he's not taking a snap yet. So I'm sticking Tannehill in there for now. And we'll see how he gets on. How about you? Well, this is going to be interesting coming to a consensus then. I've gone for Watson. Um right. I've gone for what's I mean, he's, he's going through everything with with the court case at the moment. He he could be guilty or not. I don't want to put to dwell on that right now. He may be off to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but for right now, he is the starting quarterback at the Houston Texans. And for me, the best quarterback in the division, taking everything else out of it. Um, I take nothing away from Tannehill. He's had a great uh, few years uh, for the Titans. Uh, and he is absolutely not just uh, sort of a... You know, so the point guy while Henry does all the work or, or, or you know, AJ Brown and Julio Jones are going to do all the work. He's been a really great player. But I just think Deshaun Watson is a bit better. Can, can yeah. I sell you on him? Yeah, no, to be honest, I, I, I thought about Deshaun Watson. I've left him off just 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 because you don't really know what's going on with him. Um, as you've mentioned, I think if it, if it was all, you know, shall we say, we were saying this, well, maybe not this time last year, but if, if there wasn't the legal case going on, um, for me, he'd be number one, but I just thought I'd, I'd put Tannehill in there because we know he's definitely going to play this year. This is it, and, it, and they've got to be heavy favourites for the uh, for the division now. Um, mm. We can definitely can't count on Carson Wentz, I think, um, and his replacement. So, and we don't know what's going to happen with Lawrence. Maybe between Tannehill and Watson, um, I think you can convince me because I, I want to ignore everything that's going on, but maybe we just shouldn't. Right, you know, maybe we should go with Tannehill. Yeah, that that's what I've done. We'll, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll. I don't know. We can flip a coin on it later because only two of us. <laughs> uh, so running backs, and uh, I'll take take. Oh, I'll take this first. It's pretty easy. Um, I've gone for Henry. Uh, any arguments there? <laughs> Absolutely none. No, he's been. Um, well, he's just been phenomenal, has he? Last couple of years, and he. The big thing about running back these days is, oh, you know, how many years can they last? Will they stop going? He's not shown any sign of rust or injury so far. And uh, touch wood for him, he keeps going because, yeah, he's been, well, if he keeps going at this rate, he's, he's one of the best running backs ever. So, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely making our team. Quite, yeah. He's probably a Hall of Famer. You don't get many running backs mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame, but if he carries on this trajectory uh, for like a couple more years even, 
Um, he's had his big contract now, and that didn't seem to do him any harm. Um, to mention a rookie, I'm very excited to see Travis Etienne. I thought he was fantastic at Clemson. Um, and he's going to be in a backfield with Robinson uh, behind a quarterback that's familiar to him um, with a coach that's come out of college as, as well. Um, are you excited to see Etienne? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Again, coming out of the draft, we, we spoke about it like him a lot on the uh, the Draft Talk podcast. Um, he, he's got all the skills to make it and he's especially being with Trevor Lawrence and you saw a lot of what Trevor Lawrence did sometimes with the last year was a lot of screens, a lot of short stuff. Um, and that'll help if he's got his uh, one of his buddies, Travis Etienne, there with him. So, yeah, I can see him having quite a good rookie year. One to look out for, but it's definitely uh, Derek Henry for our running back spot. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to wide receivers then. This is going very quickly without the other two. We should, we should do <laughs> All that rubbish. <laughs> I think we're going to be contentious here. So give me your three. I've gone in. Oh, let's go in order. I've got Julio Jones, AJ Brown, and then I've got DJ Chark. Wow. I really thought we would differ. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the absolute same three. Um, Julio Jones is a complete legend. Um, he's, well, let's say midway through his career. You know, if we, Larry Fitzgerald may still be playing this season. So let's say who knows midway through his career. He's still got all the skills. Um, and he's going to be with another player, AJ Brown, who is also fantastic. Um, they're really standouts. DJ Shark is a very, very interesting one for me. I've got a bit of uh, the, the man crush. Um, I interviewed him in Tottenham a couple of years ago, right after his rookie season. Uh, I spoke to him about uh, how how wide receivers don't necessarily have big seasons as a rookie, and they're really coming to their own in the second season. And that's what he did. Um, and he was great again last year on a on a on a rough team. Let's be honest. Um, have you got him for similar reasons? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was looking at his uh, his stats, and you're right. He, he got a massive second season, didn't he? And then, um, well, the Jaguars won one game last year, so you, you, everybody's going to struggle. Um, I will say, I was sort of torn between him and Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah. Again, he's, he's had a really good career, but he's, he's probably maybe at the back end of it or just over the hill. Whereas Chark, he's starting his fourth season. He's, he should have now a, a good quarterback and a bit more of a steady ship there in Jacksonville. So I can see him, sorry, Chark, see DJ Chark having a really good uh, really good year. Plus he's got that, that song, hasn't he? DJ Chark. I'll behave. And it always comes to mind. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Now that's, that's back in your head. Probably had about six months off that. But uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm in charge of editing. You realise I'm like. The alternative for me, I, I wrote in Brandon Cooks for a little bit, but for me, he's always one concussion away from retirement. Um, I don't want to commentate his curse, so I hope he does really well. Um, but uh, the alternative for me was T.Y. Hilton, who I think is just a fantastically somewhat underrated receiver. Um, but he's going to have a tough time with uh, rotating quarterback room down in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, this one I struggle with, uh, tight end. There is a real lack of talent of, at tight end in the AFC South. Um, I've gone with Aikens for no other reason than the Texans are going to need him to perform. Um, yep. And I think he has to, whereas the other team's have weapons in other areas uh, and they're not so reliant on their tight end. I think Aikens is going to have to do something for the Texans if they're to survive. How, how about yourself? Uh, I've got Jack Doyle at the at the Colts. He had a great year last year, made the Pro Bowl last year. Um, I sort of think there's no, for me, there is no huge standout tight end here. Um, Jack Doyle, I guess, I guess nicks it. Um, 
So yeah, I've got for Jack. For me, for me, none of these really jumped out. And he could, he could again, as you said, he could have similar to Ty Hilton. He could, um, well, he could do really well as a tight end, or he could struggle depending on who's a, who's a quarterback and what what sort of system they're running. Yeah, he's he's a really interesting one. I I I penciled him for ages. Um, and the only thing that made me sort of pause was that he's he's up and down. Um, and he's in a you, know, you have a running 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 back back uh, committee. Um, he's there with Mo Ellie Cox and a fourth round pick in in Kylan Grayson Granson. Um, there there always seems to be in a tight end committee, uh, and I don't see him doing anything big. Um, however, I've only gone Jordan Aikens, so I'm happy to yield to you on that one. <laughs> yeah, like I say, no no one sort of no one jumps out. Yeah, I remember the other week when we did uh, the FC West, and obviously they've got um, oh, Kelsey and. What's the guy at the radio's called? Darren Waller. And it was like, yeah, this is these are the best two Titans in the league. And yeah. as I agree, this this division, there's no one that's really uh, jumping out at you. No, I'm definitely happy to yield on that one. It was a tough, tough pick. <laughs> so let's move on to the offensive line. Um, and again, I'm going to self-indulge and go first because I really like my offensive line. <laughs> um, I'm going to name the lot uh, and mm-hmm. then back it up. I've gone Laramie Tunsil, left tackle. Yeah, uh, Nelson at guard. I know we've discounted Wentz, but I can't leave out Nelson. He's just too awesome. Um, I've got his centre, uh, Ryan Kelly. AJ Can at right guard, and I'll explain that. And the Colts right tackle, Braden Smith. So, so well, it looks this, <laughs> Wentz would have had great protection. So, uh, <laughs> so it's a real shame he's uh, he's gone. Um, the right guard, I really liked AJ Can in college. I was really jealous when they drafted him. He's had an okay career. Um, so I'm happy to put him in with a bunch of absolute studs. Um, my turn it might have been uh, Glowinski from from the Colts again, um, but I didn't want another Colt. <laughs> he was uh, he he was average at the Seahawks, um, but uh, has really turned it around in Indianapolis. Um, yeah, no, the guy I thought of right guard. I don't even know if he's going to play there. Um, the, the Texans have got listed Marcus Cannon, who was a right tackle for New England. Who, he's a very good player. Um, so let's hear yours. I've got very similar. Um, I think the first two are given, aren't they, in terms of left tackle Tunsil, left yeah. guard Quinton Nelson, although I've heard he, he's out for a couple of weeks. Um, which, you know, hopefully he'll come back by the time Wentz does. Wentz will certainly want that. Um, I've gone Ryan Kelly as well, another Colt in the centre. Uh, I've gone Roger Stafford at the Titans. Um, he's a left guard, but I thought he can he can switch in at right guard. Um, and then for my right tackle, again, another Colt, same as you, Brandon Smith. So, yeah, the Colts line is looking fantastic. So um, our only difference here at right guard. Quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> So our only difference there would be right guard. Um, I mean, I've got AJ Can, and as I've explained, I'm not married to the idea. Um, I thought you'd stick in a left guard in there, but <laughs> now see, I've said before on the other podcasts, I I do go position, you know, uh, I I stick to their positions. Um, I don't know if I can convince you of that, but maybe Glowinski, maybe. Yes, yeah, I I he was my sort of um, he was yeah my uh, the other right guard that I had. Um, and again, another Colt. Why don't we just say the Colts? Yeah, just, just, just the whole line. <laughs> yeah, um, which I think says, says a lot about their team and how they're made. And, you know, it did did wonders for uh, Philip Rivers last year, didn't it? Having that line in front of him, it gave him the time he needed. You know, he wasn't the uh, the most mobile quarterback, shall we say. Um, 
and yeah whoever if it's uh if it's Wentz or whoever gets the gig for the first couple of weeks will uh will enjoy standing behind that line as well probably just because I wrote him in, I've got to stand up for him a little bit. Do you have any feelings on AJ Can at the Jaguars? Yep, I, I like him. Um, yeah, we'll go for AJ Can. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Are you absolutely sure? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There was no. Yeah, there's no. I've no. I've no super strong feelings on 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 the right guard. So <laughs> um, it's good to have a Jaguar. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, there's some pretty strong Jaguars in the next group, the defensive line. Do you want to give us your four? I've, I've actually only gone for three, so I'm going to uh-huh. go nickel or dime defense, let's say. So I've uh, I've got Josh Allen from the Jags, uh, DeForest Buckner, um, who for me is just an absolute standout defensive tackle, uh, and then Bud Dupree, who joined the Titans from the Steelers um, just this year. He might, he might not have as much success because he's not got... Um, Quite the same defensive line colleagues, but I, I think he's he's going to be good. And uh, yeah, they'd be my three up front. So I, ha- as I mentioned, I have four. Um, I've gone for the uh, the four two five defenses I do most weeks. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got three three uh, three the same. I've got Josh Allen, I've got Buckner, and I have Dupree, who I'm sure will have a real success uh, in with the Titans. Uh, in addition to the three that you picked, I've gone for Jeffrey Simmons. He's defensive tackle at the Titans. Um, he had a superb college career at Mississippi State. Uh, I fell in the draft somewhat because of injury. Um, but once he recovered from that, he came back halfway through the season and absolutely uh, showed all of the potential that he's got, um, that, that everyone thought he had. I think that defensive line as a group would be absolutely phenomenal. Um I, I'm interested to hear who who else you've got, um, and we'll decide on uh, a formation. But uh, in terms of players that missed out, um, Clavon Chasen, who seems to be uh, a really good pass rusher for the Jaguars, he's just had his first season, and defensive tackle Ross Blacklock from the Texans, who also had a really really good first season. Um, I think he's going to be a standout on a slightly weaker Texans team this year. Um, so moving on to linebackers, let's hear who you've got. Let's start with the obvious, shall we? Let's get him out of the way. Yeah, that'll be a Pro Bowl All-Pro linebacker for the Colts. That's Darius Leonard. There's nothing nothing else to be said, really, for me. He's one of the best linebackers in the league, and um, no surprise whatsoever that he's, he's straight in this team. I presume he's on yours? He is. He's uh, he's up there, isn't he, with, with the Warners and, and the Wagners. Um, he's one of the best and he will be for some years. Yeah, he's still young. He's a superb player. Um, let's hear about your second player then. Yeah, I'm second linebackers. As we said, I've only got two linebackers going a pretty, uh, pretty backfield uh, heavy defence. But um, that's Miles Jack at the Jags. Um, one of their few remaining players from their, the year they nearly made, very nearly made the Super Bowl, uh, a couple of minutes away, but Tom Brady, of course, took it from them. Um, he's been great pretty much since he came in the league. He's one of their leaders. Um, and yeah, real big fan of Miles Jack. He's my second linebacker. He's a cracking pick. Uh, and I nearly picked him. Uh, but my second linebacker is going to be Zach Cunningham of the Houston Texans. Um, I'll tell you why. He's a bit of a name from out there. But he's not quite a household name. Uh, he's sort of taken the Levante David track in, in my mind. He's he's superb. Um, he's, he's, he's about to start. He's fourth year I believe um in 2019 he finished the season with 142 tackles behind ex-teammate uh, teammate McKinney uh, and he's gonna have to pick up where he left off after his trade to the Dolphins um but he's absolutely capable of that um 
I would just pitch you a little quiz. I'd say, who was the leading tackler in the NFL last season? Obviously, the answer is Zach Cunningham. Um, <laughs> uh, division teammate uh, Joe Schobert was on that list with 141, but up there with 164 tackles last year. Number one, Zach Cunningham. Um, believe me, people, he's going to be a monster for that defence, and is he ever needed? Um, I think I'm happy to cede to your Mars Jack. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, Cunningham or Jack? Oh, um, I mean, you've got me question it as well. Uh, <laughs> I'll stick with Miles Jack because I've got a bit of a soft spot for him. But Cunningham's a good shout as well. Yeah, I mean, Miles Jack is an absolutely cracking player. He's he's turned that franchise around, as you said. They so nearly made the Super Bowl that year. Um, really enjoyed that game. It was really close, wasn't it, against the Patriots? Yeah, I think it was with about a minute and a half left. Um, yeah, the yeah, it's a shame because um, well, they're back at it now. Hopefully, aren't they with Trevor Lawrence? But Jags have sort of uh, struggled for years and they get they get this few new cracking players and really had a good go at it that year, but fit the reset. And, uh, well, as, as we've said, they've got a few good things in the roster, a new coach, so we'll see where they go. But, yeah, Miles Jack, he's probably been their best player the last couple of years and he's, he's straight in that team for me. Yeah, and haven't hasn't the uh, career of Blake Bottle suffered since? So, linebackers, <laughs> I think, have got a fairly strong contingent in the, NFC, in the AFC South. So... Safeties. Safeties felt pretty easy to me. Uh, I don't know about yourself. Who have you got? Yeah, so I've gone for uh, three safeties. Kevin Bayard from the Titans, Justin Reed from the Texans, and Kari Willis from the Colts. Um, again, there weren't there weren't three sort of superstars here, but I think they're all pretty good players. Um, and I guess you could move one in to play a bit of a slot, depending on what, what sort of uh, formation we're playing. Um, Duncan, who have you gone for? Well, I've got I've got Bayard, of course. I think he's yeah. probably the uh, the standout safety in the whole division. Uh, the Titan, he's really become a household name the last few years. Uh, a real interception machine. Um, but I've got a difference, Julian Blackman. Um, and, and props for to Stuart, who's not on the podcast today, for pointing him out to me halfway through, through last year. He's he was a rookie last year. He he was kind of in sort of the background, if you like. Um, because other rookie safeties played so well. Obviously, you've got uh, uh, Winfield at the Bucks, who won the Super Bowl. Um, but Justin Blackman has really almost completed that defense. You know, they've got, I will come on to corners, but in this, from in the safety point of view, um, and, you know, they've got a great nickel as well, who I'll come to. He's really sort of completed a set. He played so well in his rookie season. However, it sounds like, you know, you, you've got some good players there as well. Um, I've gone for two cornerbacks uh, and a nickel, two safeties. Um, my nickel, you, you mentioned your nickel, was Kenny Moore uh, of, of the Colts. Um, he plays alongside Blackman. As, as a pair, you know, they, they've just played so well. I, I don't know, what, what, did you nearly pick Kenny Moore? Yeah, very nearly. Kenny Moore and I like Blackman as well. Um, going back to them. Yeah, it was just, it was a tough one. Again, I think there's, there's, there's a lot of, I'd say, above average players in, in the sort of backfield back end of the backfield for uh, the AFC South, but no one who's really like superstar level. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see who else you've got corner. Well, this is it. Let, let, let's complete the secondary. The cornerbacks were so hard for me. Um, <laughs> however, the site I used, I found listed these two players quite far down the depth chart, and I think they're wrong. I think they're completely wrong. I think they're probably the standout corners in division and will be for the next 10 or so years. You've got CJ Henderson at the Jaguars, who had a great rookie season. Mm. And you've got Christian Fulton from the Titans, uh, the same. Um, 
they've really it's difficult to say what they're going to do they've had one year they've had decent years uh, and I really hope wish them every success um but the other corners in the division just you know you've got Bradley Roby and Vernon Hargreaves starting at the Texans for example it's just it's just a mess down there I mean did you have same struggle yeah definitely yeah. I, I worked with Shaquille Griffin who joined the Jags um I even took a rookie now Caleb Farley he was the 21st pick for the Titans um again before the draft if it wasn't for his injury last year he'd have been you know probably a top 10 sort of pick so as long as he can stay healthy he's great value for them um and then for Janoris Jenkins at the Titans, he's another one who sort of struggled, but he had a pretty good year last year. If he can, um, if he can stay on the field, he, he should be uh, a nice addition for them. Yeah, you see, I nearly picked Janoris Jenkins just for that decent year he had for the Rams about mm. three teams ago. Um, <laughs> and you've got a rookie, which just shows you how tough it is to pick cornerbacks in this division. Um I, I don't know where we're going to go is. I think we might have to have some after discussion on this one <laughs> um, to decide who we're going to have. Uh, Griffin, an interesting one. I, I should have him, really, because I'm a Seahawks fan, obviously. <laughs> I should like him more than I do. He's he's young. He's hungry. He's really, really athletic. He's a good corner, but he's so prone to the mistakes. Mm. He's caught out of positions you know, a few times a game. Uh, allowing quite quite big gains over the top. Um, I just couldn't, even despite there being a real lack of corners in this division to pick from, I really wanted to go for the potential of Fulton and Henderson and what they might become over a player who, he's awesome. You know, him and his brother, it's both great people. Um, But I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Uh, I mean... Decisions like these are why, why we're not in, the, you know, management in the NFL. I think. Well, quite. <laughs> we're struggling um, to put t- put a team together in a podcast, and no time being a GM. I mean, he was, he would have been listed as the number one corner in Seattle, and he didn't get a second contract. Um, mm. I, I don't. I, what does that tell you? Uh, Maybe nothing, but I, it's, it's so difficult. I, I just couldn't pick Griffin over the potential of Henderson and Fulton. Mm. It's strange, you know, we've had well quite a lengthy discussion here. There's not been many agreements and there's been quite a few sort of guys that are on the border on the defence, whereas, you know, I think we, we agree we found the offence pretty easy, didn't we? And yeah, maybe absolutely. That's quite a lot about this division. <laughs> what do you think it all tells us about the, the, the strength of the teams in the division? I mean, we haven't got many Texans, have we? And not many Jags. No, I think... I think the Texans as a whole, obviously, we've sort of touched upon the the huge question mark regarding um, Deshaun Watson. Um, that that changes a lot of things. But even even if he's you know cleared and he's fine to play and everything, there's there's a bit of bad blood bad blood between him and the Texans. It seems so. Even whether he'd stay and he, even if he did stay and he, you know on his days he's one of the best in the league by far. As he you know. He, He's sort of had that team on his back the last couple of years, Anti, and he's they've not been able to do much with him. It's a very, very difficult one to call. Um, you know, hopefully they do well. There's some strong players on defense at the Texans, uh, and a new offense to build in the ja- in, in Jacksonville. So, you know, good luck to them both. Um, uh, what say you? We throw this back to the other guys, usually on the pod, and we make an announcement about our full team on the Twitter. Sounds good.
Excellent. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about the division as a whole. Watson could be off to Philly. Uh, do you see that happening? What with everything hanging over him at the moment? I don't know. I think it's a, it's a strange one. And, and uh, to be honest, it, it doesn't sit very well with me with, you know, everything that, that's going on. He's got, I think it's 22 sort of civil cases and 10 criminal cases. I'm not too sure what the difference <laughs> is totally about the American legal system, but it, I don't know, it just doesn't sit well. Um, me, a, t- a team looking at him and, and the Texans still saying, oh yeah, we, we still want three first round picks. It's like, well, I know, I know you've got to let these things play out and, you know, there's a legal process and you've got to put your trust in that. Um, and, you know, innocent until proven guilty and stuff. But it, it just seems weird that anyone would want to touch him at the moment. Absolutely. Texans, you have to. <laughs> and if they can get three first round picks, I mean, why wouldn't they with everything that's going on? Um, they, you know, they're, they're, they're likely to struggle as it is. Um, maybe they want to to build for the future and sort of have a little a little reset, despite the fact that he's such a youngster. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think of what could have been with that team, um, you know, go back to a couple of years ago, they were knocking on the door of well, the playoffs, and we're hoping to get to Super Bowl. And they've, they've had quite a fall from grace. Bill O'Brien's made a few, um, should we say, questionable trades. Um, yes. Questionable has been very polite. Um, <laughs> And it's, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a fall from grace. And I think, you know, they sort of do need to massively hit the reset button. And, you know, three three first round hits would help. Yeah. First and round then, pick, sorry, would help. But whether, whether that'll happen, I don't know. Whether it should happen as well, I don't know. And and for the Eagles, I mean, I had them down as having a, a reset themselves. Um, they've got a young Jalen Hurts at callback to see what he, what he's got. And he's, they've got a lot of like, young players around him and probably, I know it's a weak division, but probably aren't competing this year. Um, but they think they are, don't they? Apparently so, yeah. If you're talking about, you know, giving away three picks for a quarterback, you, you absolutely are competing, in, which which seems odd odd for me because you you nailed it there. They're, they're rebuilding, but they're rebuilding in a way where they've managed to pick up extra picks. I think they've got two first round picks, potentially three, depending on how Wentz does um, this year. So, you know, you some you see some team, teams that are rebuilding and they don't have any picks and they don't have any capital and stuff like that, whereas the Eagles are, are sort of doing it in the easy, right way where, you know, they're getting a few of the big contracts off the books. They're, they're getting, they're picking up draft capital. Um, if they have a good draft next year, you know, they, they could be great for years to come. So it does seem like um, I don't know what to make, make of this rumour, to be honest. Yeah, it's, um, maybe it's just the strength of the division, I guess. It may be. Um, you know, we'll obviously talk when we get to the uh, NFC East preview. Um, but yeah, I do think the Eagles are more than just a quarterback away from, from competing again. Um, but then again, if, if you know, if you can get someone like Deshaun Watson and obviously the... Um, legal things get sorted then you know he's hell of a talent so maybe it's worth a gamble but personally I, I wouldn't do it and it it just seems weird but you hear a lot of strange things coming out of Philadelphia don't you <laughs> absolutely absolutely how they're managed so who, who knows who knows let us briefly touch on something else uh, a little more fun um, and make a little prediction of who may be in the running for comeback player of the year um, I imagine as a Cowboys fan you'll be hoping Dak Prescott uh yeah, um, I think he's a bit, uh, I was looking at it before and I, I get it, you know, I was looking at the odds, he's, he's sort of, you're getting slightly less than two to one, so he's, you know, not really worth betting on. Um, 
but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me just because how how well he was doing last year, and in terms of the Cowboys' offense, should be pretty good. Um, they've got lots of defensive weapons. The the O line, if healthy, is, is one of the best. Again, I don't want to ruin the whole NFC East preview. <laughs> Um, so he's he's got a good shot at it, but you know the other favourites, Joe Burrow again. Well, like obviously most of these, obviously pretty much everyone's been injured, haven't they? So Joe Burrow, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Um, you know if they, if they have a massive season, who knows? I think it might be tough as a running back, um, just because you know unless you have a sort of Derrick Henry esque season, you know anything between a thousand and one thousand four hundred, he's almost you know expected isn't it so yeah you'll just blend in with the rest yeah mm, so um we'll see looking looking down the list doing james um that's a good shout I, I i'm a massive fan of him i think he's an absolute phenomenal safety um I'd, I'd like him to win it but i don't know and then there's obviously there's you know mentioned it before carson wentz is he in for a shout? He might miss a couple of games, um, which could, I guess could help his comeback if he misses a couple of games and then uh, goes on to storm it. But we'll see. Who do you fancy? If I've not mentioned all of them. <laughs> you've mentioned a lot, but you've not actually <laughs> mentioned my favourite, uh, and that's Jameis Winston. Oh. He had, what, a 5,000-yard season for the Bucks, um, and then went completely to pot the next year. Uh, it's an interception machine. Um, but that's a 5,000-yard season. That's what Breeze did every year for the saints i think he's set up for that they'll they'll, they'll say they you know it's a cultivate competition with hill and everything but he and they've given him a good contract but i don't think he's the future for them i don't think that sort of hybrid quarterback is going to be for them long term and i think it's going to be winston and i think he's going to have a tremendous season because they're a good team you know they've won that division for several years in a row now and all they've done is, I say all they've done is lose their hall of fame quarterback but i think if he can replace him in the same sort of style with this 5,000-yard sort of season, then why not the Saints? And, and why not Winston for the comeback player of the year? I think he's a big favourite. Yeah, I've always had it. I don't know why, but like James Winston, but you're right, you, can, you, you just can't throw 30 inceptions, really. That's 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 the be-all and end-all. So if you can do I believe he's had some sort of laser eye surgery since then. So may, maybe that was it. I don't know. But um, for me, yeah, so- he's, he's in a good organisation. Sean Payton's a great coach. Um you know, we sort of saw what he managed to um, get out of Drew Brees for years after, you know, I wouldn't say Drew Brees was past it, but he was definitely past his best. Um, and he managed to, as you say, win the division, getting the playoffs every year. So um, it's a good place for him. I think he's yeah. got a shot. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about uh, Winston and, and, and colour blindness as well, don't they? Uh, uh, you mentioned the eye surgery. I don't know if there's anything in that, but obviously uh, playing with red and green in, in Tampa, the green being the grass, yeah. <laughs> is a bit different to where gold and black indoors in, in New Orleans. So we'll, we'll wait and see what happens there, but he's a favourite for me. Yeah, I like that. Again, I'm looking, there's not really anyone else that, that I fancy, to be honest. Uh, Von Miller, I'd like, it'd be nice if he came back and had a big year because he was, you know, in his, ba- in his days, he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Great to watch, yeah. Yeah, um, a lot of fun off the field as well. Uh, and Jimmy Grappolo, imagine if he came along after all the, you know, everything that's happened in San Francisco, his injury and obviously all all the stuff with the with the draft, him maybe not being number one there. If he came and uh, you know turned back the clock a bit, that could be uh, really good for him. Yeah, and obviously we wish all of them all the luck in their comebacks. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you, Brian. And uh, of course, we'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, especially when we announce the team final team for the SC South on Twitter. You can tweet us at 99yards. Thanks for listening.